Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 94 of the Money Love Podcast. All right, you guys. Are y'all ready to talk about this week how we are just all out here being tricked and duped into impulse buying and, you know, spending money that we didn't plan to spend? And I'm going to tell you guys, I think this episode is going to be very eye-opening for a lot of you. And I can say that before I actually got into this work of becoming a spending coach, most of this stuff, I had absolutely no idea that they were tactics, that they were ploys that companies and retailers use to get us to spend more money. I have four tactics that trick you that we are going to walk through today. The first one is probably the biggest one that we will spend the most time on, but there are four tactics that I want you guys to just be aware of and to look out for when you're out there shopping, when emails land in your inbox, just when you see things on social media. I want you guys just to be able to see these things for what they are. And I do want to make this so clear from the very beginning of the episode that I am by no means saying that you cannot take advantage of these things, but I want you to be doing it in a strategic way, in a thoughtful, in a purposeful way. I don't want you kind of like falling for these things and just taking advantage of something because it's right in front of your face and you feel like you have to. I've made this point on a couple of past episodes, you guys, but when you are shopping, And anytime that you get like an ad or anything like that, I just need you to remember that the retailer is smarter than you. It's smarter than me. It is smarter than all of us. These brands, these retailers that are trying to sell you things and to get you to spend your money, they have teams and teams of people. They spend millions upon millions upon millions of dollars on literally just trying to get to understand you on a deep psychological level so that they can get you to spend money across the copy that they use, which is the words that they use to sell to you, the colors on their website, where things are placed, what the emails look like, what the discounts look like. I mean, honestly, if we probably knew the extent of it, it would be mind-blowing to us. And I'm not saying that any of us are like dumb or stupid or gullible, but what I am saying is that it's very subtle and it's not really like in your face. And I think by the end of this episode, what you're going to realize is that the way that they position a lot of these things, it seems very innocent and it seems honestly like they're trying to look out for you and like they're trying to do you a favor, right? It's like, oh no, here, we're we're just looking out for you. We love you. We want to take care of you. So here's this offer, here's this discount, here's this promo. And again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking advantage of it in a strategic way. But also at the same time, I just want all of you to be consciously aware of what's actually happening and seeing, oh, this is a tactic. After I learned this, I started to see this stuff everywhere. And it was always happening. It was just the fact that I wasn't really looking for it and I wasn't conscious of it. But I think by the end of this episode, there's going to be a lot of things that you guys will be like, oh, whoa. (laughs) Like when you guys are seeing it on social media, in your inboxes, that sort of thing. So again, I have four tactics that I'm going to walk you through today that retailers, marketers use to trick you 
into impulse shopping, into overspending, into getting you to spend money that you weren't planning on spending. Here's the first one. The first one is the biggest one. And I know this is very general. It's a very overarching statement. But the first tactic really is sales. Any sale, any discount, any promotion honestly is really a tactic to get you to spend money. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of us think of sales, again, as an opportunity for us. We think, oh, they're trying to get rid of this product. They're trying to do me a favor. I have an opportunity here to buy this item at a lesser amount than I would have been able to otherwise. Now, I do want to say for this one, I have done a past episode all about sales. It's episode 60, and it's called Your Brain on a Sale. And I highly, highly encourage you, after you finish up this episode, go back and either re-listen or listen to episode 60. It is such a good episode. And again, you guys, gaining awareness over like what's happening in our brains when we are exposed to a sale is so, so helpful. But I call this your sale brain. We are chemically programmed, our brains, to respond to sales. Anytime that we think about shopping or spending money, dopamine starts to get released in our brains. But studies have actually shown that it's even more heightened and even more pleasurable when we're talking about a sale. There are hormones in our brain that activate when we see a sale. And the chemical that triggers this reaction is one of the biggest chemical reward centers that we have in our brain. And there's really three things going on in our brain when we're exposed to a sale all at the same time, which is why it's so difficult and challenging to resist a sale and not give into that temptation just to go shop a sale, right? But three things are going on. The first thing is that you do experience that rush, that dopamine hit. Let's just call that like the high of the buy, right? That's kind of that feel-good euphoria of, oh, I'm about to go get to buy something, spend money, shop. That's the first thing. The second thing that a sale does is it's going to send you into competitive mode. And this is why when you're shopping a sale, it honestly can feel like you're playing a game. Like it's <laughs> like shopping is kind of like an Olympic sport. And sometimes you'll hear people describe, you know, shopping a sale as it's all about the chase for me. It's all about the hunt for me. And when we're buying a sale, one of the things that is most important to us is we want to feel like we've won. And sales make you feel like you've won. We want to feel like we've won against the retailer, that we've won against other consumers, that we've found this just incredible deal that like no one else knows about. It's like, ha ha ha, like I'll show you, right? It's kind of, again, you go into that like competitive mode. And then the third thing that happens when we're exposed to a sale, and this is the most powerful one that is probably the least obvious in the actual moment, is sales will trigger your loss aversion. Loss aversion is just what it's called. It's our aversion to loss. So our human brain hates losing things. It is very uncomfortable. And our human brain especially hates losing money because the brain views money as a key survival resource. And so with the sale, what's happening is it's like, okay, we've been given this opportunity to save some money. And I'm either going to take advantage of that opportunity to save this money or I'm not. I'm going to lose that opportunity to save this money. So all of these things are happening all at the same time. You get the high of the buy, you go into competitive mode, and your loss aversion is triggered. 
And that's, again, like the trifecta. That's why I call it like your sale brain, because your sale brain is not a logical brain. Your sale brain is a very emotionally driven brain. Now, I'm walking you through your sale brain because I think it actually is very helpful information to have. But that's not even the part of why I'm saying that sales trick you. The reason that I'm saying that sales are a tactic that trick you is because most sales, you guys, are in fact completely and totally bogus. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it's like the more time goes on, it's like the more outrageous and ridiculous (laughs) sales have become. I read an article that said 10 years ago, retailers sold between 15 and 20% of their inventory at some form of a promotion. And now that number is close to 40 to 45%. I also think that the sales are becoming like more ridiculous, right? So it's like in the past, it was like, 10% off or 15% off was pretty good. And I feel like nowadays it's like, if I'm not getting at least like 30, 40, 50% off, it's like, don't even, don't even waste my time. Right. Honestly, that just doesn't even do it for a lot of us anymore. And I think really that's because the more that we're exposed to sales, the less sensitive we become to them. So in the past it was, okay, We're only going to have 15 to 20% of our inventory on some sort of promotion. It's not going to be like this huge, deep, gaping discount. And now, you know, it's like you go into like a Kohl's and it's like, good Lord, every single thing is discounted. If something isn't discounted, it's almost weird, right? It's like, wait, 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 wait. Why am I having to pay full price at this at a Kohl's? Like, this is just, this is weird. This is not normal, right? So more and more and more things are on sale for bigger and bigger discounts. But here's where it actually gets pretty interesting. There is a nonprofit called Consumers Checkbook, and they will frequently do these studies where they will actually study retailers and particular products, and they will track the sales on them over a period of time. I'm going to be reading you some things that I found in this article because it's just easier for me if I can just read it off to you here. But here's what I found off of a recent study recent, I would say within the last five years. And again, you guys, it's only getting worse. So if this is how it was five years ago, I can't even imagine how it is right now. It's probably even worse. But here's what it said. Consumers checkbook research, they spent 33 weeks tracking sale prices at 25 major retailers. And they found that most stores discount claims aren't really discounts at all, but they are attempts to mislead. Consumer Checkbook discovered that most store sale prices, even those that advertise big savings, are bogus discounts with retailers offering the same sale price more than half of the time. Often, these fake sales never end. For more than half of the items that they tracked, they were offered at false discounts every week or almost every single week. So in other words, the regular price, the list price, the anchor price is seldom, if ever, what a customer will ever actually pay. So during the 2018 project, six retailers, JCPenney, Kmart, Kohl's, there we go. Kohl's in my mind is the the biggest offender. Macy's, Neiman's, and Sears offered at least half of the items at fake discounts more than half of the time. And then it says some retailers have more egregious pricing practices than others. Here we go. Amazon, Banana Republic, Dick's Sporting Goods, Foot Locker, Gap, Nordstrom, Old Navy, Wayfair, and Williams-Sonoma were the naughtiest fake sale offenders, the article said. At these stores, most of the items we tracked were almost always or always on sale. Only Apple, 
Bed Bath & Beyond, which that one kind of surprised me, but Apple, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Costco consistently conducted legitimate sales and Target was a borderline case. <laughs> okay. So interesting, right, you guys? So here's the thing is that most of the time, the sales that we're seeing aren't really sales. The sales are just totally bogus, you guys. And what I find more and more is that the price that you actually end up paying in a sale is the price that the retailer wanted you to pay all along. So let's just use this example, okay? Let's say you go to Old Navy, which is on the list. And we all know Old Navy is awful at this too. It's like everything is always on sale at Old Navy. But you go to Old Navy and let's just say that there's a $40 pair of leggings that are on sale. Now, what your brain is going to do, the first thing is it's going to anchor to that $40. And that is why in psychology, they call the full price, the list price, the anchor price, because our brains want a number that we can anchor to, to say, okay, this is the full price that I would have to pay if this wasn't on sale. And then they're going to discount it, right? They're going to say, okay, these leggings are 25% off. So instead of paying the anchor price of $40, you're going to get to pay $30. So in our minds, we're like, great, this is fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and just save myself $10 here. And I'm going to get to buy these leggings for $30 instead of $40. But y'all, the thing is, is that Old Navy was planning on selling those leggings to you for $30 the entire time. According to what this study was saying, the list price, the anchor price is a price that you as the customer were never, ever, ever going to pay, ever. And so what happens is, is we go and we get exposed to these sales and we think that we're getting this incredible deal and we're like, yes, we're winning. But honestly, at the end of the day, I really don't think that we are the ones that are winning. Because the whole goal of these sales and these discounts is to get you to think that you are getting this incredible deal. And that is what gets you to spend the money. And so after you spend the money, again, you're like, ooh, fantastic. Like, I got one on you, Old Navy. Like, eat that, Old Navy. But then Old Navy is over here kind of like going, ha, 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 she fell for it. That was our intention the entire time. She was never going to pay $40 for those leggings. We wanted her to pay $30 and she did pay $30, but now she's over here thinking that she got this fantastic deal. And then we're over here like high five in because we got her to do exactly what we wanted her to do. The other day I went to Target and there's a bye-bye baby that's like two doors down from the Target that I go to. And a couple of days prior, my mom had let me know that this bye-bye baby was closing down. And she was like, hey, just so you know, it's closing down. They're having like this huge clearance blowout, whatever, you know, if you want to run in and get anything for Palmer. And I was coming out of the Target and I was like, you know, should like, should I go? Should I just go and pop in and you know, see what they got and see what they have? And I ultimately decided not to go because I didn't need anything, you guys. Palmer doesn't need anything. She's good. She has everything she needs. I didn't need anything. So I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to go in. And what's so funny is that I actually posted this story on TikTok. And I would say that half of the comments on that video were something along the lines of, you should have gone in, you should have taken advantage of the sale, seven-month-old babies eventually become nine-month-old babies, she's going to grow, she's going to get bigger. Eventually, you will need something, right? Even if she doesn't need anything now, you should have taken advantage of it. So here's the funny part. I asked my mom, because my mom actually did end up going up there and getting some stuff for all the grandbabies. And I asked her, I was like, well, what, what were the deals? And she goes, oh, you know, everything was pretty much just about 30% off. 
Y'all, I had been in that bye-bye baby, I would say two months prior to that when Palmer started daycare because she started going through all of these outfits. We didn't have near enough outfits and she was growing and she was kind of busting out of the outfits that she had. Anyways, I went up there and bought her new outfits. And guess what? When I was up there in like mid-January, not the greatest, I would say, sales season time of the year, everything was, you guessed it, 30% off. So this like huge like clearance sale that they were having where it's like blowout, everything must go. It was like still the same sale that I had gotten a month prior when it was just like normal business as usual. So I tell all of you guys this just to, again, bring awareness to the fact that pretty much when you see a sale, I would say at least 50% of the time, you're not getting the deal that you think that you're getting. It's not the win that you think it is. You're not pulling one over on the retailer. You're not pulling one over on other consumers. You're pretty much just doing exactly what they want you to do. And you're paying what they intended you to pay the entire time. Now, The next question that I always get about sales is like, well, how can I be strategic with a sale instead of getting suckered into a sale? And again, episode 60 is fantastic for that. I run you through how to decipher that in a lot of detail. But just quickly while we're here, I'm going to give you the three questions that I always ask myself when I see a sale. The first question is, was I thinking about buying this item before I found out it was on sale? Have I been planning this purchase? And I'm being strategic because I actually just found out it's on sale. So I was planning to buy it anyways. And it's like, okay, let's go ahead and just get it on sale. Or is this something that I'm literally just now finding out about it? And I'm more focused on the fact that it's just discounted and that it's on sale. And it's more about the sale to me than buying something that is of value to me. That's the first question. The second question is, would I buy this full price? And I talk about this in the episode. This isn't a fantastic question for larger ticket items. But if we're talking anything under $100, I think that this is actually a really eye-opening question. Let's go back to the legging example. It's like, okay, I am going to get to buy these leggings for $30, but would I pay $40 for them? If the answer to that question is no, if you're like, I'd pay $30, but I wouldn't pay $40, to me, that $10 difference, the fact that you're not willing to pay an extra $10 indicates to me that you're more focused on saving the $10 than actually buying something of value to you. Because if you were really excited about the leggings, if you knew, okay, this is going to be a great purchase for me, I'm going to get a lot of use and wear out of this. I think most of us, if that was the case, if that was the underlying assumption driving the purchase, we would happily pay an extra $10. So I would say anything for under $100, this question of what I pay full price can actually be very eye-opening. And then the third question is, okay, what is my brain most focused on right now in this moment? Is it more focused on what I'm having to spend or is it more focused and excited by what I'm about to save? So is my brain focused on, okay, brain, we're getting a pair of leggings and we're still having to pay $30 for this pair of leggings or Is your brain kind of in this like emotionally charged, kind of feels like a sugar rush? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm saving myself $10. Because if your brain is more focused on what you're saving versus what you're spending, then again, that is another very clear indication to me that you're getting suckered into a sale versus being strategic with the sale. So like I said, that is the first one, you guys. We're going to get through the other three a lot quicker than that. But 
sales are by far the biggest tactic. Like they're not this like amazing thing that we think that they are. So just keep that in mind next time you see a sale. I just, I think it's just super interesting. Okay. The second tactic, and again, this one, in my opinion, is by far the sneakiest. But the second tactic is reward points or cash back. So I think a lot of us have seen this, but a lot of retailers now, what they've done is they've started these reward programs. So when you go and you shop, you get a certain number of points for every dollar that you spend, and then that accumulates. And then over a period of time, you can redeem those points towards a future purchase. Another example of this, which again, like going back to the Kohl's, right, would be Kohl's cash. So when you go to Kohl's and you go shopping at Kohl's, you get, you know, I don't even know what it is at this point, but I think it's like you get $10 of Kohl's cash for every $50 or something like that that you spend. So the reason that this one is so tricky is because of the way that it's positioned to us. It is marketed and positioned to us like, oh, we love you. Thank you for shopping with us. We want to reward you. We want to take care of you. Here's some reward points to go towards a future purchase. Now, let's talk about the first example here of the reward points. I actually have two very clear examples of this recently. So there's a company called Our Place and they make pans, right? They make this like Our Place pan. I think they call it like the every pan or something like that. And I actually got one for Christmas two years ago. My mom got me and my sisters, like we all got one of these pans for Christmas, right? And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great pan. It's fantastic. I actually really like cooking in it. But it's not cheap. I mean, it's a, gosh, I want to say it's like a $150 pan. Um, and I think they always do like a Black Friday sale every year where it's $100 instead of $150. Anyways, so I really liked the pan. And then after using the pan and realizing, oh, I really, really like this, I went and bought the pot. And actually this past year for Christmas, I went and I bought my mom some of their stuff. I bought her like the smaller pan and like whatever, right? So I've spent some additional money there and I've built up some reward points. So I get an email from them. This is like a couple of weeks ago. And it's like, hey, heads up, you have reward points. Like, don't forget that you need to use your reward points. And I was like, oh, huh, I didn't even realize that I had that. So anyways, I go and I log into my account and I have, you know, 215 reward points, which equates to like $20 back on a purchase. And of course, I kind of fell into this trap because in my mind, I'm seeing, oh, I have $20 that I can spend. I have $20 that can go towards a future purchase. Now, you guys, I didn't need anything from this place, okay? I didn't need anything. The thought of going out and buying something from our place was never on my mind. But as soon as I heard that I had reward points worth $20, I was like, well, let's just go on the website. and Let's see what they have and let's look around. Let's see if there's anything that I can get for $20. And I mean, I totally fell for it. Long story short, there's really not anything at this company that you can buy for $20. And I think a lot of us fall into this trap when we have reward points because when we think, oh my gosh, I have five, 10, 15, $20 that I can put towards a future purchase, it's very uncomfortable for us just to sit with that and to not just go and use that, right? To not just go onto a website and just start looking and perusing and just seeing what they have and seeing what they got. Because I'll say this, even if you go onto a website, let's just say you have $20 of rewards cash and you go and you buy a $50 item that you weren't planning on buying. Yes, it's great that you were able to get a $50 item for $30, but the fact still remains that you just went and bought something that 
you really don't need, you really don't want because you weren't planning on even buying it in the first place. The main driver of that purchase was really just the fact that you had this like free money via reward points burning a hole in your pocket. Kohl's Cash is the same way, you guys. So with Kohl's Cash, the interesting thing about Kohl's Cash that you'll notice is that it has to be used relatively quickly after your purchase. So you go to Kohl's, you buy something, you get your Kohl's cash, and then they're like, okay, here's your $30 of cold cash. I think they make you wait like a week or two, but they're like, it's going to be good from this date to this date. And so they make you wait like a little bit of time, but then the Kohl's cash is only good for like a two-week period of time. And you guys, please don't think that this is all just like coincidental, okay? These dates, them making you wait two weeks and then only giving you two weeks to come back and spend your Kohl's cash, it's all on purpose. It's all intentional. Because think about it this way. If you needed something from Kohl's, wouldn't you have been buying it in that initial purchase? Wouldn't you have just gotten it? And I know a lot of us are like, okay, yeah, but I go back and I only spend what I have in Kohl's cash. And I get it. Some of y'all do do that. But the whole purpose of these reward points and of things like Kohl's cash and things like that is to create an additional shopping trip that you wouldn't have otherwise made. It's to get you back onto their website. It's to get you back into the store spending money that you wouldn't have otherwise spent. And think of it this way, you guys, like with Kohl's Cash, a lot of us are in the mindset of, well, I have this money. I have this cash back. I don't really necessarily need anything, but I have it. So I'm going to go up there and I'm going to see what they have. And we start walking around and I'm like, okay, I have $30 of Kohl's Cash. What can I get? What can I get? What can I get? And again, maybe you end up buying $50 worth of stuff that you just find perusing around Kohl's that you only have to pay $20 for after you've applied your $30 of Kohl's cash. But you guys, again, the fact still remains that they got you back into the store. They got you buying more stuff, spending more money, and that is the entire point of it. But we don't think about it that way. We just think, oh, I'm being rewarded for shopping. They love me. They value me as a customer. They want to take care of me. And it's like, guys, listen, any corporation is really just looking out for themselves and their bottom line. And I don't care how nice and how pretty they spin it. All they care about is your money. So before I wrap up this one and move on to the next one, I just want to say for this one that again, I'm not saying it's bad to use reward points or to use cash. But here's my biggest disclaimer for this one is use it for something that you need. Wait, I know for a lot of the rewards points that I have, they never expire. I can use them whenever. So it's like, listen, just because I have $20 worth of rewards right now doesn't mean I need to go out and buy them. You can just have this money available to you and not go spend it. Wait until there's something that you need. And I talked about this on TikTok and some people were saying, well, what about if it expires? Like that's what gets me is that I know it's going to expire and I don't want it to expire. And remember, you guys, this is your loss aversion kicking in. This is your FOMO kicking in. And I understand like it's a little bit painful to let things like that expire, but I also want to challenge you with the observation that even if you are going back and simply spending reward points because they're going to expire and you're literally just trying to find something to buy, I don't know, you guys, like I don't necessarily know if that's a win. Like, is it still a win to get something for free or to get something that's heavily discounted if it's something that ultimately you don't really truly want value and need, and that more than likely is just going to wind up as clutter underneath your bathroom sink. I don't know. I don't know if I would necessarily consider that a win or being strategic. Even if you do have points that are going to expire, it's okay just to let 
things expire if there's nothing that you need. So with this one, please just wait until you need something. I'm not saying don't use it. I'm not saying don't take advantage of it, but just wait until there's something that you need. Don't simply just go shopping because you have rewards points. The third one, the third one is pretty tricky too, but the third one is any type of tactic where really it's like take an action, get a discount. I got an email from a baby clothing company that when Palmer was first born, I bought some clothes for her from this store and I haven't bought anything from there since. And so a couple of weeks ago, they sent me an email that was like, we miss you. Where have you been? Come back. Here's 20% off your next purchase. So it's essentially take an action, get a discount, come back and buy something, and we will give you 20% off your purchase. I got another email from the company that I buy my nursing bras from, and they sent me an email saying, hey, leave a review of your purchase and we'll give you 10% off another purchase. So again, take an action, get a discount, leave a review, get 10% off your next purchase. Now, here's the thing, you guys, is that again, this kind of goes back to the rewards points and the cash. It's like knowing that we have an opportunity, that we have been given this offer to save money from a company. It's very uncomfortable for us to just say, no, thank you. I'm good. I don't need anything. I don't need your 20% off. I don't need your 10% off. I don't need your rewards points. I don't need anything. I'm good. That is so hard for us to do, you guys. Because again, y'all, it's literally just fighting and going completely against your sale brain. When I got this email, the one that was like, we miss you, come back. You know, if you come back and you buy something, we'll give you 20% off. Of course, my brain does exactly what your brain does. And it's like, oh, well, okay. Well, that's nice that they thought of me and that they, you know, sent this to me. And let's just go on the website and, you know, see what they have and da 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 da. I go on the website and I just find myself being like, listen, <laughs> like, I don't need any of this. It's asking yourself, am I being strategic or am I getting suckered? And that was a case where I was totally just getting suckered in. It's like right now, the only thing that drew me to go onto the website was the fact that I could get 20% off a purchase. My brain is much more focused right now on the deal, the promotion, on what I'm going to be saving versus what I'm going to have to spend. Now again, y'all, if there's something that you need, if you've been planning it and the timing works out where it just so happens where you kind of get one of these tactics where it's like take an action, get a discount and it lines up, great. Okay, like take advantage of it, be strategic. But again, don't just let this tactic lure you in because you have been offered a discount. All right, so that's the third. Take an action, get a discount. The fourth, which I think a lot of us do kind of realize that this one is a tactic, but it's rampant and it happens everywhere all the time. But the fourth one is free shipping when you spend a certain amount. Okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know so many of you are like groaning on the other side of the phone right now because you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have definitely fallen for this one. And listen, I have too, right? Like there's truly nothing like shopping online and then going to check out and they're like, oh snap, you're $20 away from free shipping. And then you go and you look and you're like, hmm, you start doing the math in your head. You're like, okay, well, the shipping is $10, right? It's $9.99 shipping and I'm $20 away. So I can go back and, you know, if I add $20 to my cart, then, you know, the $10 shipping will get taken off. So really my order is only going to be $10 higher, but I'll still get like 
you know, that's, I mean, y'all, that is what our brains start doing to us, right? I know I've said this like so many times in this episode, but really, y'all, it just comes down to the fact of like, even if you're going back and adding stuff into your cart, adding an additional $20 worth of stuff into your cart that you didn't need and that you weren't planning on buying, because let's face it, if you were going to buy it, it would have been added into your cart initially. Even if the $10 shipping gets taken off, which in our minds is like getting credited to the purchase, right? Even so, you guys, you're still paying an additional $10 than if you had just paid the shipping and you're just buying more stuff that ultimately isn't a value-aligned purchase. And I really need to challenge you on, is that winning? Is that you being strategic? And I can promise you it's not, you guys. The entire reason they do this free shipping is to get you to spend more money. I'm telling you guys, these retailers are so smart. Here's how they do it. Again, they have so much data to study and they're like, okay, our average order is $60. If we give our customers free shipping on all orders over $75, we can increase the average order amount simply just by putting on that requirement. Because the average customer who's going to have $60 worth of stuff in their cart is going to see that and they're going to go, oh, okay, well, I can save myself the $10 shipping if I only put $15 worth of stuff into my cart to get myself to that $75 limit. They know this, you guys. They know this. It's a tactic. It's a ploy. And look, if you want to do it, here's my thing. With any of these things, right? If you want to do it, if you want to go use the reward points, if you want to go you know, to the We Miss You email and buy something that you weren't planning on buying and get that 20% off, if you want to add $20 of stuff into your cart to save $10 on shipping, if you want to do any of those things, fine. Okay, do it. It's your prerogative to do it. But at least be conscious about what is going on. Do not be fooled that you are being strategic about this. Let's not think that like you're being savvy. You're not being savvy. You're being tricked. And all I'm saying is just know that, see that, (laughs) recognize that. And if you're okay with it and you still want to move forward with it, by all means, do it. But for me personally, once I figured out what all of this was and once I actually saw it for what it truly is, A lot of the times, I don't want to participate in that. I'm like, listen, I know that this works for a lot of people. It's not going to work for me because ultimately, you're trying to get me to make the choice and take the action that most benefits you and most benefits your bottom line, but does not benefit me and my financial well-being. And I am always, always going to make the choice that benefits my financial well-being first. And once I could clearly see the difference between those two things, and I saw these things for what they were, which are really just tactics to trick all of us, I decided to opt out. And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to participate. I will use your reward points when I need something. I will buy something on sale when I need something, but I'm not simply just going to buy it because it's on sale. I don't have to take your action, okay? Because I don't need anything. I don't need your discount. I don't need to come back. I don't need to leave a review. I don't need to refer somebody just to get a discount on something I don't truly need. And I'm okay, y'all, if I have to pay shipping. I understand paying for shipping in our brain is uncomfortable. We kind of view it as like an inconvenience cost. I'm still paying less, paying for shipping, 
than I would have if I had to meet your minimum shipping requirement. So you guys, I feel like this episode has kind of been a little bit of a tangent. I get very like passionate about this because again, I know so many of us are looking at this in the wrong way. We think that they're like looking out for us and doing right by us. And at the end of the day, they're just, they're just not y'all. So tactics that trick you. Hopefully this episode was very enlightening to you. It would mean so much to me if you would share this episode with the people in your life who you know need to hear this. If you want to share it on social media, you can tag me at my handle, which is at overcoming underscore overspending. And I do want to tell you guys too what's to come on the podcast. I have a lot of amazing guest episodes coming up as well. I know that I've done one guest episode in the past with Miko, the budget mom, and you guys absolutely loved that episode. And so I have five to seven guest episodes lined up that I'm going to be recording in the next couple of weeks. So in the next couple of weeks on the podcast, we'll probably be oscillating between solo episodes like this one where it's just me and also guest episodes because I want to start bringing on people that have you know different stories, different viewpoints, different areas of expertise that we can use to help educate you, inspire you, and to help you grow. All right, you guys, I love you, love you dearly. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey girl, if you enjoyed this episode, I wanna invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.